another episode of book club. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) So this episode, Natalie and I read Chop Wood, Carry Water by Joshua Medcalf. I don't know if it's necessarily a leadership book as much as a life coach kind of book. Uh, Achieve your great achieve your goals and work hard type of book yeah yeah I think so I will say I'm the one who recommended this one to book club and it (laughs) is purely because my husband read it and was he's not a big reader and he was really interested in it so I thought you know if it's that good that it drew him into a book about teaching you things then maybe it's good enough for me to read and I got halfway through and I recommended it to Natalie so I really like this book. I like that it's broken up into short sections. It has very manageable, digestible lessons in each chapter. And there's what? Let me look. 32 chapters, maybe. So there's 33 chapters that are like two to four pages each and a ton of lessons in it. Some of the lessons are not new to us by any means. I'm sure some of them are the things that our parents have been preaching to us for the longest time, but sometimes you need to really think about how it applies to your life in the long term, right? And so this book is kind of presented in a mentor-mentee conversation, life transformational type of way. So I really liked it in that aspect. I will say... I think I read it faster than I intended to because at the end I was like, oh, I got to get through these last few chapters so I can talk with Natalie about it. (laughs) I think it's one of those books you got to go slow and have another book you're reading at the same time and maybe read a chapter here and there and actually think about it and think about how to apply it to your life. It's definitely, I think of it as like a good bedside table book. Um, So we've kind of talked about this before. I'm a terrible reader. I think in uh, 2021, I did not finish a single book and I'm still working on the book that I started Christmas of 2020. So um, (laughs) I've already really done well and finished two books this year. So going on my goal here strong in 2022, but um, this one was very hard for me to read. I, one, I'm not, we kind of touched on this last episode, but um, the storylines when I'm trying to get a lesson out of it is very hard for me to follow. So I did like that they were very short digestible chapters. So that made it easy for me to break it up. So I was like, okay, I only have to read like 16 pages today. And then I get like four lessons in. And um, through that, I kind of like journaled and talked about the different lessons um, in order for me to stay on track and finish reading it. But um, this definitely wasn't my favorite just from the storyline part of it. Yeah. Do you think that there were any big lessons that you have that you're going to like take away and use in the future? Or do you think this book was just so kind of like not up your alley that you'd rather go read something else and take lessons from like other sources? So I would say um, both. <laughs> I There were some of, some really good lessons in there. I think there were too many in the book that 
they didn't touch on enough of. So it was kind of like, here's a little bit of a story and here's what you should have taken out from it. Not, okay, so how would this apply in my life? It, it's very reflective in that sort mm -hmm. of way for the book. So I thought that um, one of the best lessons in here is that um, everything is an opportunity to learn. And so you're focusing on the experience that you're going through or the experience that you're getting from a certain activity and not the outcome. And I feel like a lot of um, a lot of today's world is focused on the outcome, like getting certain grade, get, meeting productivity standards, um, how many patients you're seeing, how many units you're getting. And in the end, and I'm coming at it from an outpatient physical therapist standpoint, but in the end, are you treating this patient just to get the units or are you treating this patient to help them? And what I, what I was thinking of with this lesson is not necessarily like what experience I'm getting out of it as a PT, but what experience I'm giving the patient as well. Because in that situation and in any of our treatment sessions, it's not just our experience that we're molding. It's ours, it's the child, it's the parents, it's the caregivers, it's anybody who is a part of that treatment sessions experience. So focusing on building that part and not just getting the visit done, the units in and the notes done, getting those performance indicators that we now work with in, but it's really just working on the experience and bettering that. I agree. I actually, it's interesting that you said it, said it that way because I had some of the same thoughts. One of the lessons is, you know, you can be really great at your job, but you have to show up every day and pay attention to the small things and really like really be in it. You know, you can't have those super off days and let it lead to a super off week that leads to a super off month. And then you're just complacent all of a sudden. Um, or you're getting close to that vacation and you've kind of checked out of work or you're getting close to retirement and you've kind of checked out of work. So it really made me think about when I go in, you know, some days you run into work a little late because you hit traffic or I always hit a train. I don't, I should leave at a different time is basically the lesson that I've learned that where I live anyways. Um, but sometimes I'm running into work and I get to that first patient and I'm still in this okay, I'm getting to work. What are we doing? Hi. Okay. I know who you are. Cause I'm an outpatient. I see you at this time every week, but is it my most organized session? And I just really changed my mindset of getting to work, being there. What would I expect if this was my kid? And yes, that's not a new lesson, right? We, this isn't the first time that somebody's told me, okay, Josie, be your best with every patient. But the way that it was outlined in the book and it, Again, this is where you and I kind of differ in our lessons and how we get takeaways from these books is I love hearing like the parable kind of lessons, hearing that story of this is how it started. There was people can't see me on the podcast, but I'm doing that <laughs> arc that we all learned in school when we were learning about how to write a story, right? There's like the climax and then the how it all falls out. And so that's kind of where it's taken me of what am I putting in today to make sure that the end result is really what this patient deserves? And is it what I would want if this was my family member, if this was my child, if this was my cousin, 
yada, yada, yada. Um, that was one of my favorite lessons in it. I also, there were also so many more. And so I really, I really enjoyed the book. It, I had to stop myself actually from reading it like cover to cover. I don't think it was the best written storyline, but that's not what it's for, right? Like it wasn't meant to be a fictional story. So there were some parts where I was like, okay, a little gimmicky, <laughs> but I get how you had to fit this in. Um, so that was interesting. I also think I'm not a, I like sports, but I'm not that person that you can give me all the sports references and it's the most motivational story to me, right? Like, yes, I like Miracle on Ice, you know, just like the next person. But if you told me the name of that coach and didn't tell me that he was the coach of that team or that he was the hockey coach, you didn't give me some extra little references, I wouldn't even remember his name. Actually, I can't even remember his name right now while we're talking about it. And he's like one of the most (laughs) famous coaches of all time. So there were a lot of sports references because the main character is kind of this sports outdoorsy guy. And that's how his mentor talks to him. So I would say that if you are absolutely not a sports person, it might also take away from some of your reading because it's- I definitely think this book is more geared towards like you said, the sport analogies, um, which actually I kind of liked because that is when I was my most productive self. I feel like it was, was when I was playing sports and deep into soccer and very involved um, with a team within soccer. Um, so that wasn't even the part that I couldn't relate to, but I think this book was definitely more built for handing it to an athlete or handing Mm -hmm. it to somebody who is trying to work towards a specific level of achievement. So not necessarily like just building a leadership mindset or getting skills to help with teamwork or um, that sort of thing, but definitely like, okay, so you are trying to reach this specific goal. Here are some little tidbits on how to reach this specific goal. Yeah, I 100% agree. Now, one one quote that I did really like, and I actually wrote down this quote, this one was kind of a takeaway quote for me, but it says, many people keep climbing and climbing only to get to the end of their life and the top of the ladder and realize their ladder has been on the wrong building, which I think is probably the biggest takeaway of this book because it's, it's basically saying like, okay, yes, you can do all the right things and do everything you think that is going to get you to where you want to be. But then once you're there, is it actually where you want to be? Or have you wanted to be like across the country somewhere else from where you are right now? I agree. When I read that, I thought, yes, because I do think that there are some times where you get on this route and it's almost like, it's like you're on a river. Once you get on that river, if you're not paddling upstream, you're just going to go where that river takes you. And sometimes you think that that river, that river is going to get you where you want to go. But if you get halfway down that Creek and you realize that that's not your goal and result, you've got a lot of work to work back up. And so I thought that that was really cool. And they tied it back into, like we talked about last time, missions, purposes versus goals. And I think that that was a huge, huge takeaway from this book. Um, I, yeah, I 100% agree with you there. 
here was another little takeaway about the goals that I thought was kind of tied into this, but um, it, it kind of gave you that, you know, having a big goal doesn't reach, require any like determination or grit, but it's like choosing to reach those goals and choosing to like follow this mission or what they um, talked about was your worth statement. And so like choosing to better yourself and get you to the key performance indicators and like qualities you want in your life to go towards this worth statement is where you should be focusing your efforts. I agree. I think where this ties into leadership is if you are not settled with where you are and who you are as a person, you can't help other people become the leaders that they need to be or they want to be because you're still having this internal struggle. That being said, I think people continue to learn throughout their life. So it's not that you see these big leaders in your life and they have everything figured out, right? But it's good to start setting these personal goals early so that you are setting yourself up for success and you're being the person that you want to be as you continue down this path and you can continue to build other people up while still remembering that you need to build yourself up. You can't just focus all your time and energy into other people and expect that you're going to continue to be getting better also. Yeah, definitely. I 100% agree. I think it did um, give those little tidbits on how to better yourself in order to like mold yourself into those leadership positions. So it's not necessarily like this is how you be a leader, which kind of the five dysfunctions of a team from our last episode did, but it is, okay, how can you be the best version of yourself so that when you are a leader, you can show that to other people? Yes, 100%. All right, big question. Overall rating, chop wood, carry water. How many stars would you give it? Well, don't tell your husband, but I would give it a three out of five. I, I could not with the storyline. It's just not my type of book. Um, I thought it was very gimmicky, like you said. So it was kind of like, here's a little story and here's the overarching message you should take away. And everything is rainbows and sunshine at the end of the chapter sometimes. So I'm not a big fan of um, how they went about it. That being said, I do think there were very good takeaways from the book. If you can piece through it and get those out of it. Um, would I technically recommend this to somebody else? I might just say, go read the spark notes version of it, but that is my takeaway, my review of this book. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know if you could really find a spark notes version. I mean, I have it right next to me. I'm looking. How many pages is this thing? I think like 120. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 120 pages. So I think if you really want the lessons, you can work through it. That being said, like we said, they're not groundbreaking messages, right? Like a lot of them I have heard before, just in different ways. I would give this book probably four out of five stars. I'm going to go back and read it 
again, because I think it has so many good lessons. I have to kind of sit, let them sit and digest. And maybe at the beginning of next year, I can read it again and evaluate where am I? Have I put any of these lessons into action or did I just read this and think it was really great and then keep living <laughs> my life the way that I'm living it? Um, but I will say this is a book that comes up at least once a week in my house after both of us have read it just in daily conversation, we're talking about something or maybe complaining about something. And one of us brings up one of the, the thing that I like it is they have like really short phrases for each lesson, right? Like one of the lessons is chop wood, carry water. And that's the title of the book. So I'm not giving anything away. Um, but I mean, we'll say something like that to each other is, Hey, you know what, babe, sometimes you just got to chop wood and carry water. (laughs) And it really, it kind of changes our mindset and flips us, like flips a switch into, okay, how can I maybe see this a little bit differently? Um, So I really like it in that sense. I would highly recommend it to anybody who is not really sure about where they're going or maybe who they are. And I don't mean that in a bad way because I don't think really anybody, or I hope not a whole lot of people in their twenties are super confident about where they're going. Um, (laughs) because there's a lot of world and a lot of career and a lot of experiences out there. So I think things are going to change a lot as we move forward. So those are the people that I would really recommend it to are people who are open to changing the way that they're thinking about things. If you're pretty set in your mindset and you're set on this track that you're going down, it might not be the book for you because it's really geared towards people who are beginning a journey as opposed to people who are maybe in the middle of it but if you're stuck in the middle of a journey and you're not sure what your next step is maybe it is a good reflective book for you I do like how you put it as like a reflective book because I do think it would fit on um like if you're stuck in the middle if you're stuck to begin with um and you're not quite sure like what your first steps would be taking, this would help shift your mindset. And those little like lessons that you learn are so applicable to all these different areas of life that um, it really would help just kind of push you to the next level if you're ready for like that opening or that open mindset kind of thing. 100% agree. All right, that's chop wood, carry water. And that's our second book club episode, everyone. Um, So keep an eye out. We'll be bringing you more interviews on leadership. And our next book club episode will be on Starts With Why by Simon Siniak. Till next time, friends.